continents and uh, different countries, and um, mainly about the Holy Spirit. You know, we're in a season of the Holy Spirit, and um, we cannot jump while the Holy Spirit said we must do it. And that's why I had to bring this thing today on this program right from here home. As I said before, it's very important for us to understand what the Holy Spirit is and who the Holy Spirit is. Um, I once told before about the Holy Spirit as the Alos Palakretos. Alos and Palakretos. And Palakretos is a word which simply means something to do with the comforter. All right? Alos, another. Another comforter or another helper. Um, or the standby power. The standby help. A, a good example is what I gave some time back about the genesis. You know, if you have got a problem of, of, of electricity, the moment the electricity is going off, once you have got the automatic genesis, it gives in power. Why that and how that? That's what is called the Alos Paracretos, the standby. It is a standby power which helps to bring in the light when the other light is off. So today, we are talking about the Holy Spirit. It is very important, very essential for Christians to understand who the Holy Spirit is. And today I'll be talking with you, speaking with you, importance of the Holy Spirit, who is the Holy Spirit, the character of the Holy Spirit, the personality of the Holy Spirit, and of course, if time permits, or apart from talking about who the Holy Spirit is, we may also look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Join me, I hope I'm going to have a wonderful time with you in this program of Prophetic Today. Uh, and I'd like also to introduce to you that uh, uh, I'm having one of my pastors, Pastor Lighton, with me, who will be helping with us the uh, reading of the Word of God, the reading of the Scriptures. So, Pastor Lighton, you're most welcome. I Amen. hope people uh, are ready to have some Scriptures read by you. Amen. W wonderful, wonderful, and amazing. Uh, thank you so much. I will have a short break, and I'm coming back soon. Love you. As I said uh, before, um, that, that we are here today talking about the Holy Spirit and those of you just joining us from different homes, different countries and continents, once again, I'd like to welcome you uh, uh, in this wonderful program, The Prophetic Today. And today I'm home. Welcome to my house. And uh, I would like to say a few things with you and to do with uh, the program of today. As I said before, 
we are in the season of the Holy Spirit. And it's very important for us to understand who the Holy Spirit is. And I hope God will reveal himself through this teaching today. And you will receive the Holy Spirit right in your home. So join me. The first scripture that we're going to look today is um, to do with the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? And we're going to um, have the first scripture, the first reading of our scripture. Please um, turn your Bibles into uh, Matthews 28, verse 19. My uh, pastor is reading for me the scriptures here today. And let's have the scripture. What does this word say? Just read for me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Well, the Bible says very important things here. It says, Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Wonderful. But what does that mean? Is, is this making sense? God says, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. But what you and me we know more is in the name of Jesus. But then the Bible says in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? And what does that try to say? It is now very important for us to understand such type of revelations here. God is in the, uh, um, uh, uh, not the trepanner of a man. Okay, for example, we have the body, the soul, and the spirit of a man. So where you are, you have got a spirit, you have got a body, and you have got a soul. That's the tripedad. But then when we talk about the Holy Spirit, the Son, and the Father, this is not the tripedad. This is the triune. Yes. The triune. God, the three in one. If you have seen the Father, you have seen the Son. If you have seen the Son, you have seen the Holy Spirit. But how... Are they revealed? Who are they? Is there any time they were revealed? Or is there any moment in time where they were revealed? The answer is yes. There are so many times in the Bible where all these three were revealed. I'm going to show you one example in the Bible where these three were revealed. And that's Matthew 3 verse... Um, let, me, let me read you this for you before we go further. Now the Bible speaks of the very important. Uh, let me start uh, reading from verse 13. Of Matthews chapter 3. There comes Jesus from Galilee to Jordan, and to John to be, I mean, to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need, I have need to be baptized of thee. And cometh thou to me. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it be so now, for thus it be, uh, I mean, becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight away out of the water, and lo, the heavens were open, and unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lighting upon him. And lo, voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. On, on that scripture, you can see three things from there. There are three things being revealed. There is God speaking. This is my son. 
and the Holy Spirit descending in the form of a dove. And then there is Jesus standing. For the first time, we have a revelation being revealed physically before everyone else. And the people are standing there, and he is just baptized, and the Son is standing, and the Holy Spirit is coming in the form of a dove, and God the Father is speaking. So we have the physical voice of the Father, we have the physical dove, and we have the physical Son. All right. I would like to make things clear here. Do you mean the Holy Spirit is a dove? The answer is no. The Holy Spirit can reveal himself in various forms, in different forms. He can reveal himself in a form of a dove, but he is not a dove. He is God. He is the Spirit of God. He may reveal himself in a form of fire, but he is on the fire. He is the Spirit of God. For example, uh, I'm going to show you now the dove, all right? When you see the dove, the dove has a form. Uh, I mean, the Holy Spirit may come in the form of a dove. As shown on the screen. You can see that dove. Alright, that's just a dove. Showing in the form of a dove. But the Holy Spirit is not a dove. He is not a dove. He is God. And he may reveal himself sometimes in the form of fire. Now look at that fire on the screen. Just look at that fire. Alright, that's the fire. But he is not the fire. He is God. He may reveal himself in just that form. Alright. The same way Jesus Christ may reveal himself in the form of a lamb, but he's not a lamb. Now, as I've told you, the Holy Spirit may reveal himself in the form of fire or of, or, or, of a dove, but he is not neither the dove, neither the fire. He is Jesus. He is God. He is a king. He may reveal himself in the form of um, a lamb, but he's not a lamb. He is more than that. He is, he is the king of kings. He may reveal himself in the form of a lion. He's not a lion. He's, he's, he's God. He's the king. So the Holy Spirit uh, 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 as well, he can reveal himself in the form of fire, in the form of a dove. Now that's the fire I just showed you now on the screen. That is the fire he can be represented of. Why the fire? Because the fire is the only thing that can spread, despite how small it may be, can spread and affect the whole area, the whole town, the whole forest. No matter how, even if it's just a little segment of God's Spirit, just touching you by a little bit, He can affect everything about you, your prayer life, your spiritual life, your finances, everything, because He is like a fire. Alright? So why a dove? Now, when we show uh, um, the dove on the screen there, he may just appear like a dove, but he is on a dove. Why I'm saying he's on a dove? Because he is God. The Spirit of God, he is God. He is more than a dove, that what you're seeing on the screen. He is more than that. He is God. He may appear in a form of a dove because of the peaceful of the dove, how peaceful the dove is and all that, but he is on that. And Jesus may appear in the form of a lamb, but he is on a lamb. Alright, now if you look at the lamp, if you, uh, we can have a look on the screen, alright, he may appear just like a lamb, or he may appear just like a lion, as you can see on the screen, but he is not that, he is not a lion, he is more than a lion, I, I, I want to say something to you today that I want you to understand very well, all these are just forms, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Several times in the Bible, the Father appeared in different forms. 
to Abraham, he appeared in a different form. Sometimes God would appear in the form of wind to other prophets like Jeremiah, to other prophets like Elijah. He appeared in several forms, but he is not that. So today, who is the Holy Spirit? We're not talking about the Father, neither the Son. We are talking of the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Well, the Holy Spirit on all the spirits you know on earth, he is the only one who has the following attributes which appears the same way the Father has. And we're going to look at these attributes just now, all right? And I, I wrote them nicely here, all right? He has the attributes that only God has, the characters that only God has. The first one that we'll look at is He is omnipresent, the Holy Spirit. He is omnipresent. The word omnipresent means He is everywhere. Everywhere. Now we're going to see this scripture from the book of Psalm 139, verse 7. I think I have a pastor right here who can read the scripture for me. Amen. Psalm 139, verse 7. It says, <clears throat> Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? Ah, that's amazing. So, the first thing here that I want you to understand is, this is a question. Where can I go? Where can I hide? Where can I flee? Now, that's where the word omnipresent comes from. God is present everywhere. He is right here. He is right there. So the Holy Spirit is the only one who has the, the abilities of God. He is everywhere. You may be in a boat, He's right there. You may be in a plane, He's right there. You may fly as high as you can. You may be under the earth, He's right there. He is omnipresent. And we're going to look at all those things very soon. Alright, so when we are talking about the Holy Spirit, He is everywhere. The first thing I want you to understand is His ability to be everywhere. Right in your house, He is right there. Be, have this consciousness in you. He is right there in your house, everywhere. And, and, and number two, we want to look about His omniscient. The word omniscient is not just a word. When we say He is omniscient, and it means He is all-knowing. All-knowing. And we're going to look at that on the first Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 10 to 11. The Holy Spirit is all-knowing. Um, I think you have opened a scripture for me, and just read it for me. What, what does the word say? But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. I like that. Just like that. For what man knoweth the things of man, except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God, except the spirit of God. I like that. The Bible says, for the spirit reveals all things. Hmm. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. I don't know if you have got things in your life that God has revealed in you. I just don't know. But for you to have revelations of what God wants you to be, or what God wants you to go, or where He wants you to be, to be found, you need the Spirit of God. The Bible says, For God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. He are the deep things of God. They are deep things of God that God wants you to learn. These things must be revealed in your life 
God has revealed these things by His Spirit. I guess like that's telling By His Spirit. You want things to be revealed? That's where the word omniscient comes from. He is all-knowing. The Holy Spirit, He is all-knowing. For the Spirit of God searches all things, even the deep things of God. That's what I like. It is for, for the Spirit of God, it is, I guess like this, for one man knows the things of man. Save the Spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knows no man, but the Spirit of God. So the things of God are known by the Holy Spirit, for He is all-knowing. He knows everything. He's omniscient. He knows what you're passing through. He knows where you'll be two days from now. He knows everything. Very important. Just take the note. He knows everything. He knows, actually. The reason how we may prophesy to people, I may prophesy where you are, what you do, who you are, it is just... This is where prophets must operate, and why they operate? To reveal to the world that the Holy Spirit is all-knowing. We prophesy by His Spirit. It is by the Spirit of God that we have the revelation, the spirit of knowledge, the discernment spirit, the prophetic gift, the love of the Spirit, the ability to prophesy. All these are revealed by His Spirit. So if you want to prophesy, then leave with the Holy Spirit. Abide by the Holy Spirit for He is all-knowing. He knows where you're passing, uh, I, mean, I mean where you, you'll be passing through a few days from now. Where you are, who you are, your sickness, your problem. All I have to do is to know that He knows what you're passing through. And why am I saying these things? In the next points, I'm going to talk to you what you must do. If the Holy Spirit is all-knowing, what must I do then? That's what we're going to go in a few minutes from now. But for now, let's look at another, another, another point. Now, point A, or point one, we said he's omnipresent. We are still doing who is the Holy Spirit, right? Who is the Holy Spirit? We are still there. Who is the Holy Spirit? And we have answered the answer with he is God. And why have we said he is God? We are saying, number one, he's God because he is omnipresent. Number two, he is Omniscient, which means all-knowing. And now, we are going to number three. Why the Holy Spirit is called God? Why is He God? Number three, we're going to call it point C. He is omnipotent. Omnipotent, which means He's all-powerful. Hey, mm. glory, pastor. He is all-powerful. Powerful. All-powerful. Mm. I'm not saying he's powerful, but all-powerful. And, and I just want you to, 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 to check the scripture for me, Amen. which is very, very important. All right? Uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 34, 35, and then you, you're going to jump to verse 37. All right. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know any man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Verse 37, For with God nothing will be impossible. The power of the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you. The power 
of the Holy Spirit. How it is possible, angel? Mm. Come on, pastor, look at that statement. This is, this is Mary. Yes, She's being told by an angel, you will be pregnant. Yeah. And she's a virgin. And she says, how will this thing be? Mm. And guess what the angel says? The Holy Spirit shall come upon you. And the holy thing that shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. Now, you, you, look at that statement. Mm. The power of the Holy Spirit oh, yes. shall overshadow. Mm. The word overshadow, you know, what I was talking about, comes from the word epikaizo. Wow. To overshadow means to completely take over you oh, yes. with a force, to cover you with a mm. force. Mm. Now, the Bible says the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you, Mary. Mm. 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 <laughs> the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you. The power of the Holy Ghost oh, yes. shall come upon you. How will this be? I don't know any man. Mm. How will this be? I am a sinner. <laughs> How will this thing be? I am broke. I have no money. Mm. How this thing will be? How will I get married? I don't have a boyfriend. How, 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 will I, how will I live? I am sick. The answer is the Holy Spirit is all powerful. Oh, yes. When the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you, Mary, one shall be born of you, shall not be, be, shall not be born of the seed of man, but it shall be born of God. Why? Because he is all powerful. His power, the power of the Holy Spirit is able to change everything about you. He is all powerful. Take this point in, in, in your mind. The Holy Spirit's power is dangerous. Acts 1 verse 8. You shall be my witness all over the whole world when the power mm. of the Holy Spirit shall come, come upon you. Oh, yes. So it's, it's not just you being a witness. Mm. It is the power that shall come upon you. Oh, yes. One time I remember someone was asking me a question. I was like, how do you win? How do you preach? Mm. How do you do these things? Mm. Mm. It's not by power. Not by mind. Nor by mind, but by the spirit, by the spirit of the living God, of the living God. Oh, maybe have something to add on what I'm just saying right now. Yes, that uh, even as you 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 have uh, taught us that it, as the Holy Spirit came uh, uh, came upon the disciples mm. in the Book of Acts, that is also another dimension that you have taught us mm. that the, there's a different dimension that as the Holy Spirit is in us mm -hmm. also and upon us, mm -hmm. the different dimensions. But we begin to see here that as you, you say that, how can this thing be? And Mary begins to say that I have no one, I have nothing but by the Holy Spirit, which means that also the Holy Spirit has the creative power Mm -hmm. uh, even as God, as we know the creative power of God is there, mm. the Holy Spirit has that creative ability and to begin to create even as God does. And right now I declare the creative power of the Holy mm. Ghost to create something upon you. Mm. I, I don't care whether you have money or no money, mm. whether you're a sinner or you're righteous, whether you're holy or not holy, but I want you to know the Holy Spirit shall make things possible. Oh, yes. You shall be called holy. You shall be called righteous. You shall be called healed, mm. delivered, blessed, fruitful. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is coming upon you right now. And it because it's omnipotent, which means yeah. he is all powerful. powerful. There is no any power that can resist the power of mm. the Holy Spirit. And I'm speaking to you right now in that house of yours. 
in that car of yours, wherever you are, watching me, driving in office, whatever you are doing right now, this Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God, will touch you and will create Amen. anything because He's all-powerful. Oh, yes. There is no another power above the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and the last point I want to look at today on who is the Holy Spirit. I say number one, He is God, right? On, yes. He is God. Mm. We have said, number one, why is He God? He's the only one with attributes which God has. Oh, yes. And we have said number one attribute or character is, is omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent. And now we're looking at point number four or point D, which is called He is eternal, mm. the Holy Spirit. Mm. He is eternal. All other spirits, <laughs> you know, evil spirits, whatever spirit, <laughs> witchcraft spirit, they are not omnipresent. They are not omniscient. They are not omnipotent. They are not eternal. But the Holy Spirit is the only spirit that is all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent, omniscient. He knows everything. That's why the revelation of God, God reveals more than what a witch doctor can. Oh, yes. Because he is all-knowing. He knows everything. I mean, mm. he knows you. He knows everything. Now, we will look at the, another point, which is called, He is called God. Why? Because He is eternal. And on that, we're going to go to the book of Hebrews. All right. So, um, let's go to Hebrews. Uh, we'll look at um, Hebrews 9, verse 14. Hebrews 9 and verse 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit, offered himself without spot to God. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Read again. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Well, I like that. Mm. It says, through the eternal spirit. spirit that's it i've already explained much about mm. that, that the holy spirit is eternal he lives forever oh, yes. there won't be a time of a breakdown he was he is and he mm. shall be Amen. he has the attribute the character or the characteristic of god he, he god he is eternal he also is eternal now the bible calls him the, the eternal spirit now because of time let, let, me, let me look. I, I, I want to jump to another thing, but let me add another point, which will be point um, E or point 5. All right? Now, this point is the Bible itself calls the Holy Spirit God. Why are we saying the Holy Spirit is God? Because number one, He is omnipresent. He is everywhere. Two, He is omniscient. He's all-knowing. Three, omnipotent, all-powerful. And four, he is eternal, just as God is eternal. And number five, the Bible calls him God. And in this, we'll look um, in the scripture, uh, Acts 5, from verse 3. From verse 3 uh, to 5. Amen. Pastor, read that for me. Yes, yes But Peter said to Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit 
and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself. While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not your own to control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Now we hear the Bible speaking here that Ananias lied to the Holy Spirit. Then the same scripture says, you have not lied to, to a man, man, but to, to God. God. So the Holy Spirit, he is God. Don't have a picture of man like, oh, he's a certain wind, mm. or he's a certain fire, or he's a certain... No, he may appear in those forms. He may actually appear in the form of a human being. He may actually appear in any form that he may appear. But he is neither of those. He is God. He is three in one. It's like an orange. When you peel it off, it has many segments inside. But that does not mean they are different oranges. Mm. It's one orange with a lot of segments inside. He is one God with the, with the Father ability, Son ability, and Holy Spirit ability. Alright, so because of time, let's look at another point. Now, let's look at the Holy Spirit. We have seen the Holy Spirit as God. Now, let's see the Holy Spirit as a person. The Holy Spirit, He has the personality of a person. How do we say so? We're going to have some, some, some scriptures here being read that I want you to uh, really understand these scriptures. Why are we saying he is a person? Number one, we say the Holy Spirit is, is, is God. Number two, we have said he has a, the personality of a person. Now, there are points under the Holy Spirit personality. And I want you to, to, to have these statements written down wherever you are, you are or pick them in your mind very, very seriously. So we are saying the Holy Spirit is not just a spirit. He has the personality of a person. Now, number one, we're going to have this scripture read that I want you to understand. Romans 8 verse 27. Romans 8 verse 27. First point, the Holy Spirit has got a mind. The Holy Spirit has got a mind. Romans 8 verse 27. Now, read that for me, Pastor. Amen. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now, only a human being has got a mind. Mm. And, and the Bible here says, the Spirit of God searches. searches. Right? But here, now, what I like most is the mind of the Spirit. Oh, yes. Just read that again. <laughs> Just read it again. Just read it again. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is. What the mind of the Spirit is. He who searches the heart. Yes. Now who is this? Mm. This is God. The Holy Spirit knows what is in your mind. Why? Because He too has a mind. Mm. So you must take this point, know this from today. The Holy Spirit has the mind. Alright? And number two point that I want to look at because of time. As I said, he has the mind. That's number one. Um, number two, I want you to take this point. He has a will. That's First Corinthians 12, verse 11. Amen. He has a will. Take that point as point number two on the personality of the Holy Spirit. Point number two, he has the will. Number one, he has the mind, which means he can think. He thinks. Number two, 
He has the will. Now, read that. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. As He wills. As He wills. I just like that. The question is, are you living according to the will of the Holy Spirit? If you didn't know, well, no. He wills. I didn't want to be a prophet. It's according to his will. The Bible says he gives gifts as the Holy Spirit wills. So it is the will of the Holy Spirit, not the will of man. It is the will of the Holy Spirit. He has the will. He can actually will to say, I want to anoint this one. I want to use this one. I want to touch this one. I want to bless this one. He has the will. We are called by God, by the will of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Romans, I mean, I mean in John chapter 1, verse 13, these are not born by the will of a human being, neither by the will of a husband or the fresh will, but they are born by the will of God. So the Holy Spirit has the will just as God has the will. But what is the difference between God's will and the Holy Spirit's will? Well, there is no difference. The difference is their similarity. What the Spirit of God wills is what God wills. So they have the same will. What Jesus wills, the Holy Spirit wills, God wills. It's the same will. It's like um, a government. What the president wants is what exactly goes down in the whole system. So the Holy Spirit has got a will. He can will. Sometimes I may be in church, pastor, and I may, I may want to prophesy, but the Holy Spirit may say, don't, according to his will. So he wills. And I hope you know that. And I hope you have got that point very, very well. From now on, once, live by the Holy Spirit.